guys, girls and non-binary pals, my name is Frida Safik. And I'm Claudia Gabar. And welcome to Dragopedia. This week we talk to the incredible Gucci Gabor on what it means to be extremely gorgeous. Couple of glasses of bleach. Uh-huh. New length, new colour. Yeah, and a little bit, and just a daft little toner. Oh, stunning, stunning. Aye. Gorgeous. I'm, um, I'm not being very health conscious. Uh-huh. Oh. I've had to open the kitchen window and I'm having a cigarette. I don't usually smoke in the house, dear listeners, but um, I've opened the kitchen window. Um... Ivy at the moment painted like a phoenix and she was lip syncing to uh, Rise Like Phoenix and it just reminded me of Franny. Oh, I can remember when Franny did that, bless her. Yeah. And then she and then the week after she did the um never ending story. That thing's probably still in powerhouse. It is still in powerhouse. 100%. It really is. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Really it really is. It was there. Yeah, I, I checked it that it was still there for the semi-final and it was. Uh-huh. And I took a picture, I said, Franny, and she was like, what's that? And I was like, that's your dog? That's been there... This is your piece of shit prop, <laughs> Been there since the second week of Drag Idol. When Gucci comes on, um, I... Uh, I'm not going to mention it to her that my lace is so dirty that it won't stick to my head. She'll probably clock me for something. Eyelashes, eyelashes. Tell me, I'm gorgeous. And she'll tell you, you, you're like a piece of shite. Oh my goodness, me. She's like, where, is she on? Hi. Oh my goodness. Oh, wait, do you want to introduce your mother? So dear listeners, as you all know, we have got the one and only Gucci Gabor here with us. So how are you? How are you today, Gucci? How's your week been? Are we filming already? Aye. Aye. Oh fuck hell! I wasn't prepared, but <laughs> I need a drink. Oh there she! Oh there she is! She's in. It. Now she's with us. <laughs> Hi, love. So what? What did you ask me? I wasn't even listening. How's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been alright. I was too busy looking at myself in the camera there. Um, oh, well, yeah, it's our, been fun. How are you, listeners? Would you like to? Um, Maybe describe your drag in three words. Um, three words. Can can I sum it up in three words? I mean, mine is beautiful, gorgeous, and stunning. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Touch, touchable. Yes. No, untouchable. You're not allowed to fucking white, touch me. Touchable and wiped clean. <laughs> yes. You know I like to be wiped clean at all times. <laughs> And so, not to sound like the Drag Race audition tape, but where did you get your name from? Um, my first name came from my favourite part on a male body, which is that little bit between the balls and the arsehole. And I thought I'd just make it sound a bit more expensive, so I added a, an I to the end of it. So that's where Gucci came from. Stop. And then Gabor came from the actress Jar Jar Gabor, because I just thought, how fucking camp is that? Oh, okay. Cool. That's cute. That is very cute. So as we've asked our other guests that we've had on, is there any drag trends that you do not like? <laughs> this is where I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> yeah. 
What, what, what do we mean by drag trends? Give me an example. Like, mine, mine, what got me was, do you know when everyone was drawing the nostrils and darkening them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Silly used to do that all the time. I told her she looked twat, but she just wouldn't listen. See, now that was my, that's one that I couldn't get my head around. And mine was, um, the, mine was the Gigi Good milk moustache. Oh, yes, the little white line. Well, at the minute, it's not that I don't like it. I feel like it's very overdone, is these wet wigs. The wet look wig, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it was cute, but I'm bored now. Let's let's leave that for 2020, <laughs> shall we? Hair. No offence. Yeah. It's like greasy yeah. hair, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone was walking about with a razor-cut wig for weeks, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. And is there any okay. trend that you absolutely love and would love to, like, it be bigger and more? Um, my favourite drag trend is rhinestones and glitter. Yeah. Anything that's sparkly, the sparklier, the fucking better for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, another drag trend I hear is that you have to wear nails, obviously. Oh, aye. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I don't have that. time for that. You can't do anything. You can fuck all with nails. This is it, isn't it? Yeah. You just poke holes in your, t- you just have poke holes, poke holes in your tights when you go to the toilet. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> No wonder queens get holes in the tights all the time and got fucking nails on. Just leave them. I, I live my life in fishnets, so for f- any sort of nails or nail gloves, are just, it just is not go. Um, but I want to go back to your little humble drag beginnings because you did drag idol. Uh, you was in 2015. That so, how did you feel about that year being like broadcast on YouTube during lockdown? Because like, <sighs> to be honest, it was it was really weird. Like. When I did it in 2015, drag wasn't really as big as it is now. Yeah. And I was only I was only 18. I turned 18 in November and I won Drag Idol in March. Shut up. So still the youngest winner ever. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was be the youngest winner ever. Jesus. No, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, but I'll, no, but I'll be the oldest. So it doesn't make a difference, does it? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was only I only turned eighteen in November and I won Drag Idol in March. So That's amazing. Was that so? Did you start? Was that like your first time in drag? First performance ever? Um, no, I'd been doing drag since I was about fifteen, just okay. so that I could. So it was so I could sneak out underage because I wanted to go out on yeah. the gay scene, and I just thought, what is the easiest way to go out without anyone IDing me? So I just chucked a wig and a dress on, and nobody asked how old I was. I actually got ID'd on my 18th birthday in Darlington uh-huh. and they came up to me and said we've been told that you're underage and as he ID'd me I handed him my ID and he was like you've been coming here for years this says you've just turned 18 today and I was like who's fucking fault is that you let me in <laughs> <laughs> well that and I'm 18 now it's not like it's going to be kicked out is it yeah exactly they couldn't kick me out yeah um, so what? So what was like your? So what was your drag drag idol experience like? Did you stress about it? Did you have fun? Oh my god! It was like it was fully six weeks of stress. Yeah, hundred percent. I think because I was so young as well, I had more of a pressure of like they just looked at me like that. Oh, this is a little boy in makeup that thinks he can do drag. That yeah. was. I think I even got that comment on the first week. A pretty little boy in drag. That yeah. was. A comment I got on week one uh-huh. so I just had to prove to them I was like well if that's what you think of me I want to fucking prove how good I am but that's exactly. really shocking because like 
some of your performances in Drag Idol, honestly, I literally would have thought you were a lot older than you are because of just yeah. the just intelligence of things that you produce. I would yeah. never have done that when I was 18. So we've we've also we've had a couple of messages from Giselle as well on Instagram. God, what did she want? So Giselle said, what would be your weapon of choice in a fight? <laughs> My weapon of choice? I, I don't really use weapons in a fight. I'd rather just fucking hit someone. That's what I said. I said, sheer, just sheer body weight. <laughs> These fuckers, yeah. No, but if yeah, I had just, to choose, if I had to choose a weapon, I do usually wear really high shoes, like oh. those, the Perspex clear ones. So they would be a really good weapon to whack some fuck around the head with. Your feet oh, yeah. got posted on the Drag Race Instagram. They did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> did my, yeah, yeah, my feet, my feet within. I had my red platform shoes on. Um, got posted on DragCon's account and World of Wonder as well. I think. Yeah. How was that doing DragCon? Was that really fun? Oh my god, amazing! It was definitely it was one of like my favorite weekends I've ever done. Yeah, I was a bit good because it was the same weekend I usually do Tess on tour, and we absolutely love to do Tess on tour. We like to take a big group of women away for the weekend, and yeah. it's so much fun. So I was a bit wary at first. I was like, "Do I really want to miss this?" Yeah. But then DragCon came up. I got the opportunity to go, and I got wigs and makeup and everything for free. So to a drag queen, instantly I was like, "That's exactly yeah. where I'm fucking going." Uh -huh. But it was it was an amazing experience. It was really bizarre. Like it got to the weekend, and I kind of forgot everything that had happened because it was just so crazy. Yeah. Like even the papers picked up that there was thousands of people who couldn't even get in because they'd oversold. There was queues for like four hours for people to get in. We didn't even uh -huh. know any of this was going on because we were inside. Yeah. It was just like it was one of the, like the craziest things I've ever done. Amazing well, I remember girl. I remember messaging mother that weekend and I was like, mother, is it as bad as everyone's saying it is? And she was like, oh, a lot worse. And Twitter's not helping either. Like it is yeah. horrendous. It got, it, got, it got a pretty bad rep in the papers and online. But I mean, once you were in there, it was amazing. Like you couldn't fault how they did it. It's, it's the organizer's fault for overselling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and also, um, we have. I suppose we will have to touch on it. Um, but by the whole BBC Three eating with my ex. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm, I'm sure our dear listeners want to know all about that. <laughs> so why don't you start at the beginning, Bill? Do people I still know about that? That everybody's talked about Jamie Star, Jamie. What's his face? Well, me and me and Jamie were together when we were. Like, this is, to be fair, I'm totally just ripping off everything I did on the show. This is going to make it look like such a charm. We, we, we were together when we were, like, 15, and we were like, well, we can't really talk about being together when we were 15. Like, you can't really talk about that on TV. So we were we were 17 <laughs> when we were together. And Jamie messaged me and just said he'd been asked to do the show. Would I consider doing it with him? Mainly, he did it for my benefit. He was like, we'll do it in drag. It's great like public just to publicly put you out there put you on tv so i was like fuck it yeah why not and then they got in touch with me i got offered a large sum of money to go down to london for the evening and i was there it was it was really fun it was but again it was very bizarre i got there late on the evening the first day i yeah. stayed over then i was in drag by seven in the morning wandering around london 
and filming. So that was a bit like a, a very crazy experience that afterwards I thought, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Did you sort of play it up to the cameras or was everything just real like or was did you sort of go into it and just mess and be like we'll just make a lot of drama just for the crack um well we didn't we didn't intend on we didn't like plan anything like let's make some drama or anything like that but we both kind of just said to each other let's just have fun with it whatever the fuck happens like yeah. happens we're not really bothered yeah. so when we, they were putting the plates down and each plate had like a question on we had to they lifted the napkin off and we had to answer the question half the time they had to keep stopping because we were just laughing like <laughs> yeah. it, it was a really fun experience because me and Jamie are really good friends now and we have been for a long like a long time we get on really really well we were together when we were like kids mm -hmm. so there was nothing going into it that was going to be awkward we were like fuck it let's just do it for some air time yeah <laughs> but yeah That's no I didn't cause any drama apart from I did get really really drunk I'm not gonna lie you drunk shock I know they filmed my <laughs> They filmed my confessional. She even walked out on the, on the stage. Should have been mortal before then. No, I, I drank two bottles of wine. They were bringing, like, it was like a three-course meal. So they brought the food out, and I was like, like, fuck the catch of me eating in Dragon Camera. Yeah. So yeah. I just pretended to move the food around, and I was just drinking wine after wine after wine. They filmed my confessional after it finished, and they had to redo it again in Leeds a few weeks later with me out of drag because I was so drunk that they couldn't really use anything. <laughs> so that was really fun. Um, what was it like, though, seeing someone like Jamie, who you'd known for such a long time, to then be, I guess, like a West End sort of, I don't know, like a West End story that people like Bianca was involved in? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was weird at first, but after he did the documentary... I kind of knew that, that I'd never seen anything on TV like that before. Mm -hmm. So when I'd watched the documentary and I'd, and it all came out and it got big, I knew it was going to, it wasn't just going to stay as a documentary. It was pretty obvious. Yeah. So when the show got announced, it didn't surprise me. Yeah. But I think amazing to him, like, I mean, at the end of the day, they changed his story a little bit. They used his storyline, but it's just kind of based on him. Yeah. But amazing for him. I was really, really happy for him when it came out. Like, even now he's got this film coming out from it and everything, but I was actually asked to be in the closing scene of the movie, but I was working and it wasn't and it wasn't paid to do the oh, final scene. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to get the money, fuck the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I ended up being a lead mortal as usual. Would you like anything like that for you? Like a West End show all about Gucci? Everyone's talking about Gucci. Oh my god, no, they don't there's there'd be nothing they could use for it. Like <laughs> everyone's are, everyone's already spoken about it. Nobody nobody can put <laughs> anything that I do in a musical. Like that's just not gonna work well. Um, unless Debbie just unless Debbie just Dallas turns into a musical, then yeah. Not anytime <laughs> exactly. soon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how did you like get involved with is it Give Face? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, how did you get um, involved with Giveface and everything like that? I got involved with Giveface originally when I was working in Leeds every weekend. The the woman that, I say the woman, the drag queen that owns and runs Giveface, Denise, met me in the Viaduct in Leeds and we just got on really, really well. First time I met her, I didn't even know who she was because I'd spoke to like the Give Face account and stuff like that before when I'd ordered, but I didn't actually know that who the person was behind it. 
so we spent a whole night together I got absolutely wrecked there was her and a few others that had all come over from Birmingham just for the night so we ended up getting really really drunk and it wasn't until the end of the night she was like I'm going to send you some free things and will you put me some reviews up and I was like send me what and then she was like oh I run gift face and then I was like oh fuck I was like I just got this pure drag queen absolutely mortal I made <laughs> such a shit of myself and it's the owner and then a few weeks later of me reviewing certain products and advertising online for her I ended up she made a group of us that she took to drag con which she calls the working gals online and there's me silly gal and Giselle and we all just kind of run we're like ambassador type things I, yeah. I hate saying social media influencer because I think I'm Molly May but that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is what ended up happening but I, lo- I love working for Give Face she's so amazing and she does so fucking much for us it's crazy and you in that like you in that hard front wig I was literally sat there like that's a hard front oh, that oh yeah she's redone like the, the thing is at the minute with what the fuck we're going through it's horrendous so getting hold of lace fronts and people that make lace fronts at the minute is really hard so denise has reinvented the whole hard front and they're unbelievable it, it honestly uh, his wigs are just incredible absolutely incredible it wasn't until we turned up that i even knew it was a hard front uh-huh. she sent me pictures and then when i turned up i was like I was like, are those hard fronts? And she was like, yeah, did I not tell you that they're not lace? And we were all like, oh my God. And the minute we put them on, like, it's like, it's amazing. They look so good. That That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's a running, it's a running theme that Claudia gets her tits out and uh, shoves them in the camera. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, sorry. I don't have anything more. <laughs> Me either, don't but worry. I'm wearing mesh to hide the fact that I've got my nipples out. <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, I'll stick, I thought, oh, I'll stick my tits on again. I thought I might leave mine for later on. <laughs> um, Just by waiting why, down. Why did, you, um, why did you pull Claudia from the crowd and decide to take her on? Well... I, lo- I love the, t- the people think that I pulled her from the crowd and it, it was the other way fucking round. I just couldn't get away from her. That was the, that was more the fucking story. I wouldn't get out, I wouldn't get out of that DJ box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never, I I'd, I'd knew of Claudia from online, but we'd never really met until I started working back in Middlesbrough, yeah. at a place that shall not be named. But um, <laughs> I started working there and Claudia obviously was on the door and wandering and hosting and I, I, I literally I never met her so we, we got on really really well from pretty much the first time we met yeah. and she, she came up to me and asked me for a selfie and fangirled a bit and then from then on I couldn't fucking get rid of her and yeah. it, was a, it was a good while wasn't it when we we just yeah. used to get on really well we used to go out a lot and we'd message all the time spend a lot of time together and then I started giving her advice and things like this and it was a long time before the Gabor came along wasn't it yeah 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 because it wasn't instant or anything like that yeah hmm. it was, was kind it... of like picking a brain I used to wait till she used to get bottle drunk when she was nice <laughs> when you could yeah, do anything you can approach that... you when she's fucking steaming <laughs> no but I'm, I'm quite proud of my drag name I really love my drag name I've never heard anybody else with the name 
So I'm quite protective over the Gabor yeah. name. So yeah. when it came to giving it to somebody else at first, I was a bit like, yeah. I like I've, I've, worked, I've worked fucking hard. Like for me being 18, winning a competition, I worked hard to get my name known. So yeah. it wasn't like I could just give it to someone and it was really easy. But I, yeah. I trusted Claudia and we, more than anything, and we get on like a fucking house on fire. Yeah. So I was like, if I was going to give it to anybody, it was going to be her. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so now I, I just get to drag it through the mud now. Essentially. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Same, really. All I ever get is messages about that little shit. Telling me what she's been up to, what she's been doing, what she's been saying. So <laughs> I'm always I like, don't oh. say. Do you know? I wish people would stop talking shit about me because I don't do anything wrong. Listen, I'm sorry, Claudia. I, I just sometimes I need to. You know what I mean? People ask, and I just have to. I just have to say shit about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would. <laughs> you would because no, I want to send you home. She's well. She is well behaved. Really, she's all right. She's I have active. me moment. I have me moments. Oh. But as a rule, on as a rule, on the whole, I'm not too bad. Me, I'm not too shabby. I don't think. No, you're all right. It was more the the week one that she started doing drag island. I couldn't make it. She wasn't even on that week. She turned up to watch for, for week one, and I didn't go. The next day, I woke up to about ten fucking messages. She'd been arguing, she'd been starting everyone. She'd been doing this. I was like, oh God. She, I was like, she hasn't even entered the competition yet. And she's <laughs> already kicking off with everyone. Um has it, ever, it? <laughs> has it ever been a moment apart from that one where you've gone, oh fuck, uh, is it too late to just like put up for adoption? I, I wish I could say yes, but no. I, I, I do. <laughs> she probably, to be fair, she probably could say yes as a few occasions. Um, well, there's probably been a few occasions, but none that I can pinpoint. I think um, me and me and Claudia are very very similar, but she's just louder about it. So she's the one that gets the name for herself, and I just sit and pretend I'm all innocent. <laughs> no, she dares me to do things, or will tell me to do something. And then I'll go and do it. It's yeah, not that me. That's one of my favourite things to do. Uh-huh. She gives, she just, she instigates. She plants seeds, is what she does. You're She's very easy to And then you're the catalyst, Claudia. Yeah. I feel like this is like, I feel like this is like family therapy. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I've been fucking therapy trying to, trying to sort out why she's such a bastard. <laughs> I feel like, do you know what? I looked at myself there. I feel like I look like Sarah from Hocus Pocus. You do, actually. Yeah, you do. I, I, yeah. I'm getting that vibe, yeah. That's what I feel like. I might go and get shagged after this. Have you got no lashes on? Can't find them. Four <laughs> boxes that, four boxes I can't find them. Strike fucking one. She's getting wrong after this. <laughs> and I was saying, I told you, I did say before you came on, I was like, right, I'm getting clocked for this no lash situation. <laughs> she was like, I'm I've getting just... something, I just know it. Yeah, I've only just looked close enough when you said that and realised. I was like, right, I was like, right, I was like, where's that fucking eyeliner at? Just <laughs> uh, cake it in eyeliner. Do you think you're sort of like perfect, uh, perfectionist in drag and like everything needs to be correct for you? Oh, to... no. I don't think so. I, I, no. A lot of people, a lot of people uh, have this opinion of me that I'm like that. Oh, 
yeah. and I'm very um I get a lot of opinions that I'm quite stuck up or up my own ass. But as Claudia can vouch for, I am quite the fucking opposite. But I like to yeah, I like to I like to look nice and I yeah. like to be proud of how I look. But half the time I'm really not that bothered. Yeah. I want like people always say to me, Oh, but you spent ages getting ready. I can get a face on in half an hour and look exactly the same. Yeah. Well, there you there's no that comes with success though because people see you as really successful and people are like oh well she's probably stuck up mm, see i don't know i think i get i see i don't see myself as really successful and stuff like that so you, you, i don't think anybody looks at themselves like that so i i never really know why people have certain opinions of me mm. however i don't really fucking care yeah. i think half the time the opinion that they have is jealousy rather than anything yeah it, just yeah. to be humble. <laughs> oh, we've got another. We've got another question from Giselle. Oh, okay. Giselle said, "What three things does it take to make a gabar?" Three. Mm. Three things. It's a, it's a ten-pound filing fee for one. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to send a letter in the post with your CV, and you've got to let me know how good you look, how good you perform, <laughs> and your dress size. And the third one is you have to have the worst fucking attitude in the world. Yes. <laughs> that does help, doesn't it? Yeah, massively. There you are. It really does. Success, Claudia. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I was just looking at myself and I was just looking at myself then. Well, I am acting as well, as people have probably seen online, not to sound like fucking like I feel like I'm Melissa Redwoods, but I am actually actively looking for maybe one more i'm thinking if we could get one more gabor on the line but yeah i have to know them very well well not know them very well i have to get on with them very well first yeah because i, I am quite actively looking for another one i really enjoy helping claudia and watch her succeed at what she's doing and i get so proud when i come to drag island and watch because i know that anything i've learned in the little bit of experience that i have had compared to some queens <laughs> if i can teach somebody and help them enjoy drag and love drag as much as i do why the fuck not yeah and who was it that was your guiding light during drag idol um quite a few people actually my main mentor would be one of my really really good friends from darlington he's called joe yeah he was the main one that i i was at his before the final it was probably two weeks before the final we sat up nearly every single night till five six in the morning planning my finale i ain't even got there but okay. I was like, if I'm getting to the final, I want to be fucking prepared. So two yeah. weeks before the final even happened, we were sat up every night. Because yeah. if you, my final, when I did the number that was all the lights and the robot shit, yeah. we made that entire costume. So yeah. I was stood in the living room and we were fucking like soldering like electrics at the back of my body, like my bodysuit. And it, it was crazy. So I would say that Joe was my main mentor through Drag Idol. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, rather than, yeah, as opposed to having any help on the actual production side of it, you mean? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I can get that. It was crazy, though, because um, a lot of, oh, shit. Oh, I lost you there, but I'm back. Um, <laughs> a lot of the performing and stuff, like when I obviously went into Drag Idol, I hadn't really performed before. I used to dance and I used to like do dance where I would do exams and I used to learn to dance, but Apart from that, I'd never performed in drag before. So my 
my week one of drag idol was my first ever time performing in drag oh okay wow and then five weeks later she's a fucking winner <laughs> so what's your what's your what's your thoughts on the whole drag and social media and the whole online situation at the minute we touched on that last episode Mm. Yeah, but we're, how do you, yeah, but we haven't had Gucci's opinion. Mean, I, I would quite like to have Gucci's opinion on this. How do you mean, like these drag shows and stuff? Yeah, I just thought the effect just, of social media on drag. Yeah, and the effect of social media. Yeah. Oh, God, the effect of social media is ridiculous for the fact of, like, like I keep saying, when I started when I was 18, there wasn't really much drag and stuff online. There wasn't, like... There was tutorials, but there was nothing compared to what there is now. Yeah. yeah. So now the effect of drag from social media is that anybody that watches a tutorial can put a bit of makeup on, can style a wig and sit in the bedroom and take a nice picture of themselves, thinks they're a drag queen, mm. when that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, just one of, it's just one of those main things that I have a really big opinion on that everybody thinks they can do drag because of drag race and they think they can do drag because they can put makeup on they've watched a tv show doesn't it doesn't mean you're going to be any good yeah you can sit there and look amazing yeah. all day but it doesn't mean uh, yeah, you're a drag queen something controversial yeah brave but there are a lot of people that call themselves a drag queen who shouldn't necessarily call themselves a drag queen yes you put makeup yeah. on yes you do drag but you're not really a drag queen sorry kind of touching on this subject about people thinking that they can police drag or because they've seen drag race they kind of know what it's all about i watched this youtube video the other day of this straight guy from leeds have you seen it and how he rates he rates all the queens oh right yeah oh, no. my god and i watched that the other day and if a straight guy a straight cis guy can sit there and absolutely tear chunks out of because it's He's all of his drag knowledge was just the American series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he just literally sat there and tore into every single queen on drag race. Mm-hmm. Because he said English English drag isn't the same because English drag queens sound like someone that you go for a pint with. Yeah. And that and that really kind of pissed me off. Because yeah. you think, you know, all the work that you put into it, regardless, people are still seeing you on these social media platforms and you're still getting pulled apart even after you've had validation from what people would consider to be the biggest drag queen on the planet. Yeah. Would you... Everybody's always going to have an opinion, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like assholes, isn't it? They've all got one. Exactly. I mean, I don't really want to sound like every single, like, little twink in a bar, but, like, are you kind of considering doing drag race or...? Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd love the money from Drag Race. I would absolutely love the money. And the way that you treat like absolute fucking gods from the minute you've been on a reality show, which it, when you look at it properly is ridiculous. Yeah. Just because yeah. you've been on a reality show does not mean that you're any more talented or any better at something than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that may be more talented than some of the people that have been on that show. But yeah. I don't know. I, I would never say that I would that I wouldn't want to do it because of course anybody would love to go on there for the money and and stuff like that but yeah mm. but no I can't complain yeah true is there any queen that you would like to see on there that you feel like necessarily doesn't get the credit 
I would absolutely love to see Giselle on there. I think Giselle is one of the most creative and like just amazing people at, at what she does and yeah. the way that she can craft and do makeup and she's just I would absolutely love to see Giselle on there that is my one person yeah. I would love to see on the show do you think like I don't know but do you think is there like do you think makeup or performances are more important in drag or they just sort of coincide with each other um, I don't really think makeup's that important. I think, yeah, it's great if you look good as well as you are good, but yeah. I would rather sit there and watch somebody that was going to entertain me all night than sit there and just look at someone because they look good. Yeah. I'd rather somebody pick pick a microphone up, make me laugh, perform and make me want to get up and just enjoy it than somebody wandering around a bar that looks great and sells me a shot. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's not not quite the same. So I think I would much rather somebody be really, really talented and look like dog shit than them look amazing and just stand there and have the personality of a brick wall. Yeah. Very true. Very, very true. Um, like, yeah, because it's all well and good being visual, but if you've got no entertainment factor to you, then it's a bit... Exactly. It's a bit lacklustre, isn't it? It's yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, polish a turd, but it's still a fucking turd, isn't it? It's so obviously <laughs> every single year on things like drag race, and then also <laughs> I've just understood what you just said there. Um you saw you can roll a shit in glitter, it's still a fucking shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of see every single year on things like drag idol and drag race, these queens that come on, they're like, I just want to be pretty, I just want to look pretty, I'm just a pretty queen. Yet they've got and then they get to a challenge and it's like, or a week or whatever, and they have to do something. And suddenly they're not as great as they thought they were because they just want to yeah. look That's where I see a difference between a drag queen and a makeup artist. If you want to look pretty and put makeup on to look good, you're a makeup That's artist. If you, yeah. if you want to perform and entertain people as well as doing all of it, then you're a drag queen. But Yeah. That's another thing. I think there are a lot of people who will like a lot of uh yeah a lot of people who will put on wigs and put on makeup and stuff and then say they're a drag queen and i'm just sort of sitting there like but are you but are you a drag queen or are you just a makeup artist but also what do you think about sort of like this sort of thing of like drag queens have to be really good makeup artists and they have to turn out interesting looks every single week or every single day or whatever see again i feel like i might be repeating myself a bit but it's just to me the makeup thing's not that important yeah it is great if you if you look amazing then great mm -hmm. but a drag queen to me is an entertainer so even yeah. though a lot of these people are really creative and they make their own outfits and stuff like that that's never been a thing for me i've never made my own outfits i've never done my own wigs yeah. i've never done anything for myself I, I would rather pay someone else to do it as big-headed as that might sound yeah. i like to turn up and do my job i like to yeah. dj host perform and do what i want to do not i'm not the creative type so my yeah. look for a long time was always second to whatever else i was doing i'd rather people know me for being entertaining and performing than they do know me for being able to make my own dress <laughs> that's just not important yeah. to me which i think you have i, I find that I would much, I would much rather be known for the entertainment side of it as a two opposed, or because she can make all right dresses or that exactly. kind of thing. Like she does good nails. I would much rather be for something that has got more work, like that yeah. can hold. A, I'd rather be able to hold a crowd than I anything find else. It, yeah, I find it a lot more insult. Well, not a lot more insulting, but like a lot more. It's just a lot more of attack to 
for them to say your performance is boring rather than your makeup is terrible. Oh my god, yeah. You know what I mean? I would, like, I'd rather somebody yeah. say that performance was amazing, but it wasn't the best dress I've ever seen. I'd rather entertain them than them give a shit. And if, if you're that entertaining, they won't even comment on what you look like because yeah. they won't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, like, there's certain but, people that do. There's certain people that do drag idol. <laughs> They, they look a certain way, but because they were entertaining, they don't they don't mention it. Where if they came on and they weren't entertaining and they looked like that, like some of them again from Drag Idol, then they get sent home because no one wants to look at that. Do you want to say yeah. any names, Gucci, while you're here? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think you would do in Drag Idol now? Since because you know Drag Idol every single year gets a lot harder as every competition does. Do I don't you... think I don't think I would win now. Really? I mean, I'm very proud of what I can do, and I, I, I feel like I'm a very good entertainer. Yeah. However, with all this like newer stuff and things like that, like I don't think I would do as well for the fact of there's so many different types of drag and stuff and performances going on now. Whereas yeah. when I was doing it, it's not that we were, we were all the same, but we were all kind of going down the same routes and it wasn't too dissimilar from each one of us. Yeah. Where now, each performance to the next, when you look at it, it's like just from one end to the other, there's someone fucking stapling themselves and then there's someone jumping off the stage and then there's someone turning with a fucking spaceship and then there's some fucker with horse legs and goat legs on. Do you know what I mean? Like, where when I was doing it, it was like, oh, who, who can do this musical this week? Who's picking the musical that week? It's completely different. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. It's it is so kind of a, it just seems, it's like every year, isn't it? It's like, well, what can you think of to do? That's going to try, it is, it got the wow factor or the shock factor, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like every thing. year you're constantly trying to up your game, aren't you? Mm -hmm. I think it's also very intimidating for people like us as well, Claudia, where like, I think if you've got last week with someone stapling themselves or if you've got last week with someone doing giant splits off the stage and everything, to you, yeah. it feels like, well, I can't do any of that. So yeah what does that mean for me does that mean i'm less of a performer like well, yeah that was that's exactly my point is in like when we were doing it there wasn't any of that going on we were all just getting up there and lip syncing yeah. one of us would maybe bring a different prop the next week what there wasn't any of like this just complete oppositeness nowhere yeah i, I find that's what it's been very much especially for like me and Frida. i find that it's been very much like nothing not one person's the same it's like you say, it's like, yeah. what can we do now? Or what can we bring now that's different to last week? Or completely fucking different. Yeah, exactly. It's like everybody keeps on going on about, oh, get all the winners back and make them do it. If you think for one fucking second that I would agree to that, that's just not going to happen. Um, I've won I once. I don't need to prove it again. We'll <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> winners in a minute, but for right now, we'll just go for a quick break and we'll see. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. oh, um, <laughs> before, before the break, um, you mentioned about an all winners drag idol that people keep bringing up every now and then. Um, yeah. The winners of drag idol have been so different. It just would not work. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even in, even in order, it wouldn't make sense, I don't think. The yeah. styles are so different. And so it, wouldn't, it wouldn't flow, would it? Because 
you've got. I think like, it goes back to that point we've just been on about, though, of like how completely different yeah. it is now. So yeah. the winners from years ago compared to the winners that happen now. Yeah. You can't you can't really compare them, can you? No, because I That's think true. you've got people who will sit there and say, "Oh, well, obviously they're going to win because of this, that, and the other." And I'm like, "But you're forgetting about like this queen who's done this, and you've got a bit about this queen and this queen." Yeah. Like you know. And also, half the winners aren't even doing drag anymore. So, there you are. Yeah, exactly. Most of them won and then <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, did you watch previous... Yeah, there is loads that don't, there is loads, isn't there, that don't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's well, a shame, really, isn't it? Well, October to winter just uh, came back. Octavia Die doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. Oh, I forgot about. I always forget about her. No offense to Octavia, she mm-hmm. probably won't. But, uh, well, there's I, quite there's, there's quite a few of them from previous years as well that call themselves winners. So <laughs> who are we? Hey. <laughs> it's me. I'm just not saying anything. I'm not I'm getting saying, myself in more trouble. <laughs> me, I'm saying. Hey, just say I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. I swear. I will, I swear. Don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, there is there is quite a few of them. More, well, mainly the ones more than I know are the ones from my year that apparently I shouldn't have won. They should have won. They should have won because of this and they should have won because of that. Everybody's always got an opinion on why why they should have won. So this is why I just don't talk about it anymore. But let me just say this, watching the final, because I did watch... During lockdown, your your drag idol was my main source of entertainment. Um, <laughs> and I will say this, watching the final, you were 100% the clear winner. I just think it's yeah. like, when I look back on it now, it just feels like forever ago. Mm. Yeah. Like, considering yeah. I was literally 18 and I'm 24 now, it's just crazy. Mm. So much has happened as well, though, hasn't it? Like, in your career as well. Like, there was the whole drag yeah. thing and then there was... She was in Vogue in the summer. <laughs> oh my god, I was from yeah. DragCon, yeah. yeah she was <laughs> bitch, bitch of me having a fag, so that was fun. <laughs> I mean, fancy them getting that one. Typical me, isn't it? But well, that's how we knew it was you. <laughs> I just got a fag around. <laughs> Is there anything that you really want to achieve with your drag that you have yet to do? I really, I really, really want to eventually have like some sort of show together I'm not sure in what format or how long I want it to be but I would really like to have even just like a little half an hour show that I could I would love to travel and perform because my my main thing that I love to do is performing however I never really get to do a lot of it I'm all host and just do nights and stuff like that like DJing and Mm. looking after a crowd so I would absolutely love to do more performing if I could eventually. Yeah. yeah. You absolutely get your life doing that Zumba class. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think <laughs> I think a lot of people as well always underestimate me when it comes to performing because I don't do it as much. Yeah. But I absolutely love that because a lot of times when I do actually perform, like the main ones I've performed at, like the most recent were like opening club kids events and stuff like that. And people get a shock when they see me perform because they don't see it a lot. And I love that. Well, that's the thing, I think, because of our scenes, because of, you know, how the North East in general deal with drag mm-hmm. compared to Manchester and London, 
Um, We're a lot more like DJ queens. Like that's what really queens are there for, to just DJ or to sell shots. And so whenever I do see queens who sort of spend their life DJing, let's just say like Anna and Gladys, and then I see them perform, it's like, oh shit, I forgot how good you were. Yeah, I I think that's one thing I really love about the Northeast drag queens is that you go anywhere else and a lot of them, not to say that they're not talented or anything like that, but it's more the fact of because they just perform and they just host nights and wander around. Yeah. I think the Northeast have a really good drag scene for us being able to like, like it's basically, it's stand-up comedy really, isn't it? Yeah. You, you yeah. A mic, he's a mic and you need to entertain this room. And I think that's one thing that the Northeast has a really, really good representation of. Yeah. It's like, you know that these bitches are funny. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, if these bitches could, if these bitches can hold a pub's attention at half two in the morning, when everyone's absolutely steaming shit faced. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the Northeast gays are fucking hard to entertain because they're so a, fucking bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, very Yeah, they are, they are a tough crowd, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm. However, the Northeast, the Northeast crowds with working men's clubs and straight middle-aged women, on the other hand, are amazing. You've never known a bunch of people appreciate drag queens more in your entire life than uh-huh. the working men's clubs is like crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do love it, don't they? Oh, they're obsessed. <laughs> oh, that. See, well, I went. I went to um, see Gucci last Christmas. Not Christmas gone. The Christmas before in Spenny Social Club, and it was, totally, yeah. it, it was amazing. Like the atmosphere was amazing. Was it was on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the best nights out I have ever had. Was that the is that where that video of you with the curtains open and you just come out looking like that bit? Oh, well, that that was from the same show, but that was in Shildon, yeah, in Shildon Civic, really close to me as well, yeah. When they opened the <laughs> opened the curtains and I'm just stood there like <laughs> <laughs> the abs- they just absolutely love it. They're like the best audiences around here, amazing. That's the thing, like the hardest people to impress are little twinks. Oh my god, yeah, the ones. That- they watch you and they're like, well, I can do better than that. Yeah. The worst the Because they expect, are they? They're like, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, wear the straight. You just have to turn up. Uh-huh. Call, one, yeah. call one of them a fat cunt and that's it. They all eat out with palm of your hand, don't they? <laughs> exactly. You literally, you can just be vile to one woman and then that's it. They think you're the most amazing thing that they've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um. So when I just want to like go back to Drag Idol, but like, so when you were doing Drag Idol, was there anything like, was there any regrets that you had about your weeks or was there something where you was like, oh, I could have done that a bit better? Um, I wouldn't say that I had any regrets because I won. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't regret anything I did because I still won. However, yeah. obviously my Disney, my Disney week didn't go to plan was from the fact of they didn't understand my references and things like that, because I still stand by what I did. I think it was quite clever. Yeah. But at yeah. the time, they didn't understand it. They didn't get the references. So it didn't yeah. work. I wouldn't say it's a regret, but it's obviously, if I had to do it again, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the which thing. Which is, which is, it's a shame, isn't it, when you think, when you put so much effort into it and when people still can't get the reference, or even if they did, and it was the twiddle a little bit later, uh-huh. are they still going to say that regardless? Well... So that's how I think that's always a yeah. shame. That's the thing, though, Claudia. I just, like especially with me, you know, the weeks that I thought I've done the worst in, I still don't think I did 
like to me i still sit there and go well i don't hate this it's just their fault that they just didn't understand it really exactly it's not my i still love it i still stand by what i said i'll hold my hands up and like say where i've faltered i know that when i my week one is a lot if i did my week one again it'd be a lot better than like if i did it now but still like there's a lot of things that i've done in drag idol where i'll might not have been received as well but i still stand it's different i think it's different for you yeah. two though, looking back on it now because it's not been that long ago yeah so and it's not, still not finished yeah there's not, not that much of a gap in from you like you starting it to now where when i look back at it it was five years ago i'm like fuck that like i don't even care well actually no six years ago now <laughs> yeah so oh. when i look back on it i just don't care but i i understand like some people do regret it, but I, I don't think there's anything to regret. If you understand what you were doing, then who gives yeah. a fuck what anyone else yeah, thinks? That's the thing I've always said, that if I was to go home, at least I went home doing something that I enjoyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go home. That's the problem with people sort of making numbers for you or giving you ideas, is that you're yeah. either you're winning on someone else's idea or you're going home on something that was on out of your control yeah yeah everything i did my year i i loved and i wanted to do every week i wanted to do that number so yeah. the fact that i won on doing things that i actually wanted to do made it even better i didn't yeah. just turn up and do things that i was expecting them to want yeah i was just like fuck it i'm doing this and if they don't like it they don't fucking like it yeah exactly yeah. well so with that there's only so much you can do as well isn't it because you think you've only got such a short a small like amount of time anyway to get mm -hmm. everything prepared and then you think if you're going and if you're allowing someone else to, to take up that time for you, then you're going to be even more out of pot on the day that it comes to performing. Yeah, yeah you can't complain. You get a week. You get a week to put a, a brand new number together. It's not like yeah. giving you a month, is it? <laughs> like, they no. can't expect. They can't expect too much. And like that's another reason why now it's so different because the, it is so much effort week by week. Where when I was doing it, I was putting in as much effort as I could. Yeah. Nowhere near like what they do now. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it is. It is but a nightmare. I have, no, I have absolutely no regrets about doing it because I don't think I would be doing drag to the standard I am now if I never went into the competition. That's true. I think that's it did, did a very good yeah. thing for me. I think as much as we all love to complain about how stressful Drag Idol is and how much they really do push us to our wit's end, without Drag Idol, we wouldn't be where we are today. Exactly. Yeah, true. We wouldn't really oh, have the attention and the ability to do things. Um, I, in it, it is like. <laughs> I feel like, like that. You know that meme. You know that meme of that girl with a bob on when she's just sat going. This <laughs> 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 is what I feel like with his hair on. <laughs> it is gorgeous. Where's it from? I have no idea. I've had this wig for about four years, and I finally steamed it and did it and i was like this will work just this a natural woman this, look this is what happened with this wig i had this wig for a very long time and i just gave it to uh blue who's yeah mixy mitosis and i just gave mm -hmm. it to her and i went uh can you do something with this i want i kind of want something with a fringe and just sent her a picture and she went aisha like, well this is what i've come to i'm that fucking skint in lockdown i've had to resort to doing my own hair after after six years of doing drag, I'm finally doing my own wigs. <laughs> so it's took a national, it's took a worldwide pandemic for you to get a fucking brush out. 
It really has. To be honest, though, I'm not complaining because even from the start of the pandemic to now, weirdly, my drag has come on a hell of a lot as well. So yeah, same. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say that. Like, I think uh, people who sort of what's the word? Like people who worked at their drag during the pandemic. It's it's definitely give, given people a lot of time to work on it and improve it. It has. You know what I mean? Yeah, because nine times out of ten, we like to say. When you sat there and you failed, there's not a lot you can do, really, is there? Yeah. Other than to improve. And if you haven't, then you're not of them. Yeah, it's given a lot of drag queens a kick up the arse, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when when you've got no work and you're stuck at home and you have to make your own work, it's kind of made everybody go, oh, fuck, I should really yeah. make an effort now. Yeah. I mean, there would be times where, like, during the, well, the first lockdown, not so much now, but the first lockdown, and I was doing nothing all week. There'd be times I'd just say, like, I'm just going to put a wig on this weekend. I can't, yeah. there's no else to do. Exactly. It? But it was. <laughs> it, it's true though, isn't it? And I think, what is there to do? Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I want to go and play and put a wig on. Exactly. I was bleaching the bathroom with eight inch heels on. <laughs> put a no wig on. But it's it was so strange because like you'd get ready and normally when you get ready and put a wig on and go in drag and whatever you're in drag for a long amount of time, but during mm. lockdown you'd go in drag, have it on for five minutes and then go okay. Yeah, oh, done. Like I mean, I've been I do these lives and stuff and I sit there for an hour, I put makeup on, and then I go and have a drink, have a have a have a fag. We do the live. You're on there for the most two hours, and then I'm taking my face back off, and I'm sat here like, "What the fuck was the point in that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And especially at the minute, it's, it's, isn't it? I think the people are that bored of seeing every drag queen's done a live, every drag queen's done an online show. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, a lot of people are struggling to get the views that they were getting last time. Like yeah. we are when we do the tiny lives, compared to the first time when it was a brand new thing that nobody had really seen before. Everyone loved it. We had them tuning in every Wednesday and Saturday. And now, because it's been going on for so long, you get these that dwindle off and people are not as interested anymore. So at the minute, I'm, I find it even harder than it was before because you had such yeah. a support last time. With this time, people can't really be asked with you anymore because they're like, oh, not again. Yeah, I think people are just over yeah. it now and they kind of just want to go out and and party. Are you fucking <laughs> telling me I'm so ready oh, to get out of this bedroom? Yeah, I'm one of them. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's I just want to. I just want to get it. I just want to get a couple of drop offs and just go wild. Yeah. Uh huh. Every time I put, I put wig and lashes on, I'm like, oh, I just want to go out now. I just want to go to the yard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, um, I want to get off me. I want to get off my tits and I want to do the cheeky girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. You know, if we that, that's going to be the first thing we do. The first thing we do. Honest to God. <laughs> as soon as I walk in there, I'm like cheeky girls now. <laughs> Uh, Gucci, did you not used to work in Newcastle? Um, I worked there for a little bit, yeah. I used to work at Switch. It was the first place I worked at after Drag Idol. Yeah. I was there for a little while and we did it. Um, it was called it was called something like Shag Tag or something. And we had like a big board and you, you like wrote down if you fancy people and shit like that. Didn't really work very well. It was on like a Thursday night at okay. random. And then after that, I was working at the bank for a little bit as a DJ. Yeah. Um. I did my uh, like a six week, six weeks at the bank, I think, and then I just it it wasn't really for me. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't my sort of crowd and stuff like that. But 
I just, I, for some reason, like I love, I love going out in Newcastle on the gay scene, but I do not like working there at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah, I suppose you get to you get to know your own scene as well better, don't you? Yeah. Then like, well, I was I in Leeds. For, I was in Leeds for a long time, like every uh-huh. weekend. So I never really found that I worked much up here. I worked a lot more in Leeds, Manchester way than I ever did northeast where the most yeah. work i ever do this way is with tess and the girls when we do the shows that's the closest to home my work but then now obviously i'm back in middlesbrough but that's only been recent because before that i just didn't really enjoy working in the northeast at all yeah it does it does sort of get very monotonous and very like repetitive everything and more that it gets very clicky <laughs> yeah oh terribly very yeah and certain certain groups of queens don't like working with other queens and hey, have a lot of say, who the, say the names. Oh no, I'm not saying no names. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know who I'm on about, but I'm not saying names. <laughs> I feel like I know who you're on about as well. I've heard stories, let's just say that. No, to be fair, a lot of people probably I get on with a lot more people than I used to now, but it's probably just yeah. because I'm fucking older and I can't be asked with the drama of what I would love, what I used to love when I was 18, 19, I used to love a bit of drama, but now yeah. I can't be asked. I'm too lazy. And we don't, I don't cross paths with like people that I don't need to. And I work where I work, other people work where they work. Mm. And I get a lot, I've had a lot of people make comments to me before because I don't work in Newcastle. Oh, well, she won Drag Island and she's never worked in Newcastle. Who gives a fuck? I've worked all over the fucking country just because I don't work in Newcastle does not mean yeah. that I'm not validated because yeah. I didn't stay I didn't stay in Newcastle. I think better me for going out and getting work elsewhere. What do I need to stay there for? Absolutely. Well that and why not and why why would you not want to to travel with Iraq? That's kind of isn't that yeah that's the kind of the whole the point, idea, isn't it? Uh-huh. If yeah. you're not the opportunity, then take it. You know just I mean? me being a bitch, just making out that I didn't want to get stuck in the fucking yard for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> How did you end up working in like Leeds and Manchester then? Um, well, somebody that I used to be friends with was like the manager of one of the clubs down there. Mm-hmm. So I did like a, I did like a, I went down for my birthday one night for like a, they did a whole birthday party thing for me as a guest queen. And after that, I got offered every week. They were like, we'd really like you here every week. And I left the bar that I was working at in Middlesbrough because I was like, at the time I was young, like I think I was only 19. So when I got offered a job and like a a huge gay scene like Leeds, I was like, oh my God, I need to take that. I need to leave here and I need to go there. Mm -hmm. And it was the best thing I ever did. It made me so much better. It made me instantly, I had to change my makeup, up my look because working in such a big gay scene like that, I was like, fuck, I'm really out of my depth here. Yeah. So it made me it made me get better very quickly, but I think it was still now it's the best thing I ever did by going down now. Yeah. What? That's amazing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've finally I'm I'm back working in Middlesbrough now. So I feel like I've like come a bit full circle. I went out, learned what I needed to, and then I come back and at the time when I was working in Middlesbrough, I was probably seen as like these little baby queen that had just turned up. And now I, I think I'm kind of pretty high up there when it comes to the North East. 
I mean, I do. The, I mean, it's no lie. I do sort of uh, sing your praises quite often. All the time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All the time. You're one of the very few because most people just think I'm a bitch. So I appreciate that. <laughs> but, like, it's just a thing of like, I remember because <laughs> I'd, I'd never really seen your year. Your year was sort of, mm. I mean, I, I'm not really, a, I wasn't really a drag idol fanatic, but I did rewatch years just to see what it was like and see how I could yeah. do it. Because I think that's the best way to do drag idol really is to learn yeah. what yeah definitely enjoy in a way but also stay true to what you like um and i remember like watching your year through through lockdown so i'd never really seen yours at all i just knew you were claudia's mother and then (laughs) i saw like i saw just all the things you did and like uh it was um when you got to live week as well and i was like oh my god this is incredible god i can't even i can't even watch that back now i find it so embarrassing (laughs) It's cute. It was really. I, I can't watch. I can't watch any of it back. I'm like, oh. I really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Um, and I was. I enjoyed your so life. Thin. I was so thin. So when I look back at it now, I'm like, how? How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and now Claudia is the absolute skinny legend of the. I know. Yeah, she's fucking thinner than me now. This slag. I'm not happy about that. She will be. She will be soon. Just. <laughs> She's still sturdy, do you know what I mean? <laughs> still got a bit she's of still sturdy. There's, there's, a, there's a little bit of timber there still, but she's loading it. Just something to grab onto in at last. Claudia, would you yes, like a little yeah. Claudia? Like a little Claudia? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm barren, me. <laughs> I'm barren. Like me. There's, there's not a chance. It's n- No, no. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to give it? my name to anybody else either, so that's absolutely not well, happening. I'm, well, I'm one of them anyways. If I was to have kids, it'd be in care anyway, so I don't want to drag one. <laughs> Yours would be took off here after a fucking day. Absolutely. It's not for me that. I'm not. No, I'm not having no kids. <laughs> not even one little... Okay. Not even if a little, if a little twin came up to you next year and was like, I want to do a drag idol. I'd be like, well, go speak to someone else then. No, that's such a lie. I already know your reaction would be, fuck off. Well, yeah. That would be the first thing you would say, though. But no. I think it was the first thing I said to you, actually, as well. I was like, I think fuck it was. Off. Fuck <laughs> off. I was like, I'll just go back to my box then. Me like that. <laughs> Have you had people, Gucci, come up to you and be like, can, can you be my drag mother? Um, no, none of them that I think were being deadly, deadly serious. I mean, I've had a few people have asked me before. I have more people messaging me on Facebook asking makeup advice and shit like this. Yeah. Oh, it's, but I never had anybody teaching me makeup and giving me advice when I fucking started. So there's plenty on the internet now if you want to go out there and have a look. <laughs> I, I'm, I haven't got the time to be sitting through my inbox telling you what fucking pants stick to use. Just go and have, just go and get yourself on YouTube, girl. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Yes, this is also this is also a public service announcement. Just stop fucking messaging me, asking me to make one. <laughs> the next one that does is getting a fucking slap. Uh, how did you get? How did you get involved with like Tess on tour and all that jazz? Um, well, when I was re- when I was really young, like before I'd even started doing drag, I think. I have to be careful of what age I say because of our job. But I was 
at a young age when Tess put me in drag, that's all I'll say. A very young age. Uh -huh. Um because I'd she was really good friends with my one of my older sisters. Yeah. So I'd seen drag and stuff from being really, really young. And then I was very, very young when Tess put me in drag because I basically begged her to. And she, they all openly admit now that they were like, oh, this fucking kid. It's a bit like what I'm like with these young kids that ask me. Uh -huh. Can't be asked. But as I got older, I started going out and dragged, like I say, when I was 15. And I was going out to all of the places where they worked and they kind of just couldn't fucking get rid of me. <laughs> and then when I told them that I was going to do Drag Idol and they were all really, really supportive and they were there for me, they didn't come at all during the competition because they were like, if they see us there, they're just going to assume it's us doing all the work for you. Yeah. So I didn't really speak to them for any of it. And then when they, they finally came to the final and then after that, I just started like working for them at the shows. I was hosting the shows and just doing daft bits for them here and there. And then we just all became like, like, best of friends like all four of us and it was just kind of we just come as a group now <laughs> you can't you can't fucking get rid of us so anywhere one of us goes we all go and we just work so well together like the shows and the tours all work amazing yeah and I, I love being part of it it's just crazy and it was like not to sound too cringe but when I was little and I saw Tess for the first time I was like oh my god I want that to be me uh -huh. so it's another full circle moment that now I work alongside her is pretty it's pretty amazing. I'm that's quite proud of myself. Yeah, that's very, very <laughs> I love that. So yeah, from, going know. from being somebody that you look up to and you want to be to working with them, it's yeah. what can you ask for? Yeah, exactly. Because I've never seen, I've never really seen that show, but I think it would be a, quite a camp night out, I'm not going to lie. Oh my God, yeah, the shows are unreal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're unreal. If you've never seen a test show. I know, I'm sorry. Um, well. There's not many, to be fair though, a lot of people haven't around here because we stay pretty local with the shows. We don't, we don't go very far. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that, and you can never get a fucking ticket anyway. Well, yeah, half the time they sell out in two days. So. Yeah, within Aye. seconds. <laughs> so we can't really, we can't complain about that either. Mm -hmm. Did you say you wanted to do something like that? for yourself so instead of like test on tour you'd want to do like gucci yeah I'd, i would love to i'd love to travel with like not like a, a show to the extent of what they do yeah i mean there's a full two-hour production show with sets and all the rest of it that's yeah that's not not quite my aim yet mine's is yeah. more i turn up with four or five numbers and i do a little show get paid them off that's what that's more along the lines of what i want to do <laughs> being a bit more <laughs> realistic but you also you did uh, which I didn't get to see because I was in uh, I was on holiday in Spain. But you yeah. got to see you got to do the um, drag next door in Newcastle. Oh my god, I did! Yeah, that was the first time I've performed in Newcastle since I did Drag Idol. Oh my god! Wow, was the, was was the that, that was weird? <laughs> yeah, was it a good night? Was it fun? Yeah, it was amazing and that's another one of the things when a lot of people that don't see me perform very often were quite surprised because uh travesty was the one that asked me to come and do it yeah and and i was a bit surprised i was like why she asked me when there's all the queens in newcastle i was a bit like mm -hmm. I, I didn't really understand why i'd been asked but i was i'd love that i'd been asked but i never i never get invited to anything that happens in newcastle like drag wise mm -hmm. so it was a bit like of a shock i was like oh so I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. Just because Trav asked me, I was like, I'll go and do it. And I absolutely loved it. It was so much fun. And all the girls there were like, we forgot 
what you were like when you performed. Yeah. And that's what I love. Notice how big headed, but I shit every single one of them up and I loved it. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Claudia's fell down. You all right there, Claudia? Yeah. I'm back now. We had a little, um, a bit of technical difficulty there. But Gushi, we would, uh, Claudia mentioned last episode that you really want to do like a girl band, like a drag girl band. Oh my God, yeah. So uh, I, this is this is one idea that I have for this year, but obviously I'm not going into too much detail on what it is, but not in not girl band like I'm going to sing because nobody wants to hear that. But I have a very good idea for a little show that I want. So once we're out of this lockdown and we can be around people that we're not just living with, yeah. then yeah, I have a really... Have a really fun idea for your show. I think it'll work really well. Come, come. So it I hope, be... it, but as well, I'm going to be lo actively looking for girls for the show. I only need, I did need three, but I need two now. So if that's not a hint to how many is in the group, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did need. I did need three. I did need three other girls for it, but um, I only need two now because there's only now three of them. So if that's not a hint, then. We don't know what fucking is. If you don't know now, we're never going to fucking tell you. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun, though. I think it'll be really fun. I do. It's a format I think that I've seen other queens it's something, do. It's something different as well, isn't it? And I think, especially up here, it would go down an absolute storm as well. It's yeah. camp, it's fun, it's relevant. Yeah. Well, the, gay, the gays absolutely love a girl band, don't they? So. Yeah. If um, you're going to do so, if you see yeah. just even a few songs from the girl band, two or three in the show, and they'll be there like that, you know. Yeah. Well. I was mentioning that to Claudia. I was like, I remember seeing during lock, well, like, I don't think it was during lockdown or it was something during uh, Girls Aloud doing the drive in on that big mm -hmm. stage with all those cars honking. I was like, I want that, that's what I want. Well, this is where the inspiration came from. Sorry, Cheryl. She's going to fucking hate me for stealing her idea, but <laughs> she keeps stealing the ideas from my fucking wigs, the bitch. So that's what she gets. She keeps copying my wigs. I'm copying your show, you cow. But yeah, I'm not doing Girls Aloud because that's taken. I'm not yeah. doing Spice Girls, but it'll, it'll be fun. Cute, 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 cute. I, don't oh. know. <laughs> I can't wait to have a fucking lawsuit on the hands of Cheryl. She's going to kill me. <laughs> Can you imagine you've been served on your doorstep? <laughs> Honestly, good. Yeah, if she sees, if she sees me that I'm doing this, she's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> but oh well. Um, but what, like you mentioned, Cheryl, like watching Drag Race, Drag Race UK now, it is insane. Like, I mean, especially for you, probably because you've worked up and down the country, seeing people that you know go on and, like, yeah, you know, I don't know, like go on and do something. Incredible. It's weird because obviously, obviously in the drug community as well, we get to hear a lot of what goes on on the show before it's aired, and yeah, it's like being a drag queen yourself. When when you know people, drag queens can't hold their own shit, can they? So the minute that the minute that show's being cast, every I already know a handful of who were on season three. Mm -hmm. So it's like you just hear it from drag queens. Literally, cannot hold their own shit. So the minute they know something every fucking knows so uh -huh. yeah it's it's weird when i find out people that i know are going on it to then actually seeing them on there yeah it's really bizarre like this week that cherry went home that i've known for quite a while and met a few times and it's weird knowing that when we saw her at drag con last year she knew she was on the show 
and none of us did. And then she was wandering around and I was like, there's something fucking going on with these, these random few queens that have turned up and every fucking one of them from season two were there and they all knew at the time, but they didn't know who else was on it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just weird, uh, yeah, seeing, seeing queens that, like, you know, going on the show, it's, it's bizarre watching them. But I suppose the Americans have felt like that for ages. I know, yeah. yeah. Because it's new over here, it's weird to us now. Like every well, that and because we're so much smaller as well. Nine times out of ten, we've heard we've heard of more of the queens as a country, like of all of them. If you know I what think, I mean. I think I know probably about eighty percent of this cast that's on mm-hmm. this on this season, uh, season two. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And also, like I'll hear people get rumored around in Newcastle constantly. You'll hear things like, "Oh, um." Just so you know, this person might be doing it. They've been shortlisted. They might be doing it. So, uh, you know, just in case, just be ready. Um, and then they don't get on. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, a lot, a lot of people do get rumoured and there's a lot of rumours always go around about everyone. But yeah. at the end of the day, I don't believe any of the rumours half the time because if they've signed a fucking NDA and they're serious about it, then they're not going to be talking about it, are they? That's very true. That's, That's I mean, true. you can tell the people who went home first versus the people that have uh, in the final because the people that went home first will be seeing every other thing. Well, all I'll say is look out for mid-match and look to see who disappears off social media. Then we know who yeah. the fuck's there. <laughs> if mid-match comes along and all these drag queens just start dropping like flies, we know where <laughs> they've all fucking gone, don't we? <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to be known as like a seamstress or some kind of wig stylist, so I could like just have loads of queens bombarders just before March and just be like, "Can you make us something?" Because I'm uh, going, yeah. and I'd be like, "Oh, yes, I can." Also, can I? That's another like- amazing thing with me working for Give Face, and then obviously it's a wig thing that works with us. Yeah, we're they're the first place you go, aren't they? When you get on fucking call for drag yeah. race, you need makeup and you need yeah. wigs. So if any of them get the fucking inside gossip, it's them too. I'm always trying to prize it out of them. Um, we are running a bit out of time, but Gucci, mm-hmm. is there any sort of advice that you could give to the little baby queens that are just starting out with drag? Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> no, um, what uh, advice, what advice would I give? Um, I would say if you want to do drag and, and you want to do drag, not makeup, then yeah. you, you just you need to you need to be prepared that it's fucking hard work really really hard work anything in drag doesn't just get given to you it isn't easy and you've got to you do really have to work hard because there's 20 other people right behind you waiting to fucking take that job off you there's 20 other yeah. people right behind you willing to work for 10 pound less than you so if you want to do drag and you want to do it well you need to prove that you can do it yeah very true yeah. And be prepared for these older fucking queens that are going to hate you. <laughs> um, and do you have like a king or queen of the week that you want to give a shout out to? King or queen of the week? Apart from Giselle, um, because we've already said her. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think who like I'm obsessed with at the moment. There is a drag queen. I'm not sure where she's from, but she works for Glitter Bomb. And okay. I'm sure she's called Aria. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know where I'm not sure where she's from. If I can find her on Instagram, I'll send you the link. However, I'm a little bit obsessed with that. 
And there's another queen that I really love from London. What the fuck is she called? Can't remember. She can't be that good. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Well, this has been lovely. I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Gucci. Oh, thank you. See, I'm not that nasty. No, <laughs> she is. Not. She's lying. <laughs> this was all lying. <laughs> I haven't had the proper chance to talk to you properly, so this has been really cool. I usually avoid everyone, so that'll be why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've loved talking to you both as well, especially you see that silly cow's face. Oh, ah. look at her. Look at her go. Bless her. Um, what do you want to plug? Do you want to plug? She's only she's starving. I want to watch. Sorry. You want to plug anything? And yes, follow me on Instagram at Gigabor. Follow me on Twitter at Gigabor. And if you would like to purchase anything from Gift Face Cosmetics, you can use code Gucci for ten percent off. Hi, hi. <laughs> oh, but it just count. I've even shaved my armpits just for the occasion. Stunning. Absolutely. I'm a tits. So much effort. <laughs> um, but I thank you very much. Um, anyone, anyone have any last words before we end on a lovely note? Always um, wipe front to back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just back? that, really. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good advice. Support the dolls. <laughs> support the dolls when the bars open and when the bars are staying closed. You know, support the dolls any way you can. Remember to watch Tiny Live. Yeah. Always wear a condom. Aye. I really need to hear that advice as well. Thank you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord girls, for having me. It's been lovely. You're welcome, Mother. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>